Keep pounding isn't just a slogan, it's a way of life. Ice up, son. Ice up. They want to be the very best that they can be in everything that they do. I think when you have that mentality in the locker room, you can be special. When you have it with your coaching staff, you can be really good. And when it starts with your owner and it starts with your GM, you can be memorable. If I'm moving someplace and we're doing this in Carolina, the first thing I care about is winning. The second thing I care about is winning. And the third thing I care about is you guys are smart. So you, you win a lot of ways, and I don't like to lose it anyway. Welcome back to another episode of the 704 Forecast. Uh, we are back with the three-man crew this week. Corey is joining us. He's back from Puerto Rico this week. Uh, anything exciting happened for you this week, Corey? Oh, yeah, uh, just a little bit. You know, uh, got engaged, everybody. Congrats, so man. beautiful uh, fiancé, Caroline, who does a lot for the for the show behind the scenes. Um, that she does. We're very thankful. Yeah, so – these awesome backgrounds you see for all of us and, and the social stuff. Fixing my audio issues. <laughs> letting me know when to post and what to post. She's pretty much our IT person at this yeah. point. But, yeah, con congratulations, Corey and Caroline. Thank man. you. Appreciate that, guys. Dude, the, the happy Gilmore out on the golf course yesterday. When oh, 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 yes. 50 bucks hit it over the highway. <laughs> it's like um, – I felt like Happy Gilmore a couple of times with it just going, you know, over a tree into a pond or, you know, whatever. But, no, it was it was good. I played pretty well, and I was pretty happy with myself. I'm feeling it this morning. I feel like I'm, you know, fucking 35 years old now because my back's sore. Dude, that's the worst when you do any physical activity now. Now that we're getting up into the 30s, it's like, man, I, I need to stretch before I do. Does this just happen when you turn 30? You just like it hurts to get out of bed in the morning. Like, fuck. I'm only 27, and it's it's happening for me too. I have I have like a foam roller on deck ready to go. I'm I'm gonna I'm playing golf today. I've got to stretch before and after, Dude. or or I'm just gonna be miserable tomorrow. I used to be able to go play 36 holes in a row and like no problem and just be fine. Next day, now I'm like, oh, this is awful. My buddy was like, I got to start keeping Gatorade and Powerade zeros in my car. He was like, just because you never know when I'm going to be dehydrated. It's like, man, I can relate to that a lot. Next thing is going to be like Pedialyte. I keep liquid IVs in my in my glove box. <laughs> Ironically <laughs> enough, when I went to Cherokee, first time I ever had those, and they were a lifesaver. Those and the, uh, the little Pedialyte sports. Oh, bro, don't get me started. It. Don't get me started on hangovers at this age. Oh my god! I don't enjoy drinking anymore. <laughs> no, uh, if football <laughs> season rolls around. I think I don't think like two beers and that's it. I'm going home. I'm I'm done. The hangovers are just so debilitating at this point. <laughs> you wake up in the middle of the night, like with that just dry Sahara Desert tongue stuck to the roof of your mouth. It's just awful. Dude, the worst know. is when you forget to to either cut the air on or you forget Ooh. to turn a fan on and you wake up sweating. Ugh. And it's just, dude, it is the worst. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't I don't know how I did it. I really don't. It was just, it was, 
I, I would just wake up the next morning and feel fine and go again. Yeah, you, I used to, you, you know, stay up and drinking to like 3.30, 4.30, you know, a.m., wake up at 9 o'clock, go back to work and do it all over again. It's all you were training. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. You did a lot of training. I did. Yeah, we worked on our craft hard back then, Matt. You got <laughs> I mean, there's several times when I don't know how we made it back from Charlotte. No, we shouldn't talk about that. That's, yeah, that's a whole other <laughs> That's podcast. getting to Mac Jones territory. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, sorry to get off track there, guys. But uh, this week, we're going to do a couple of little mock drafts. Um, Wes has a couple of simulators from PFN. I know, Wes, you've been doing uh, a few mock drafts um, throughout the week. So you're going to lead the charge for us on that. Mm-hmm. So right. I guess what we're going to try to do is – well, I'll let you explain it. All right, so we're going to do two different ones. We'll start with um, just a, ma- a full manual simulation from one through eight. I don't think you guys care what happens after eight unless we trade back. So if we trade back, we'll, we'll continue it through until our pick so we'll do that simulation and then we'll do another one where we are picking as the panthers all seven rounds every the rest of the the, uh draft is simulated based on pfn's rankings but it and and based on team need they it's not just they don't go through the list one through whatever um and we'll pick for the panthers trade back all that stuff and figure out what we can do in seven rounds Beautiful. Sweet. Looking forward to it. The uh, so we're gonna are we gonna are we gonna do two out of three? If there's a yeah, if there's any disagreement, we'll go two out of three. Okay. And if there's three out of if we all three go different, then somebody's got to flip at some point. All right, we well. make a pick. Um, I, I was gonna try and screen share so we can show the video of the simulator, but uh, it says only the host can. So it, it, I don't. I think we're good with just going through it. Oh, right. Yeah, just tell us, I guess, like best available and we'll, right. we'll figure it out. All right. So we'll do the pan we'll do the first round full manual here first. So first pick, number one overall, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence. You might yeah. as well just go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see the 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 made up fake fodder trying to trying to drive his price down? This week, the, about, he, the, he's, not, he's not in love with football because he could just walk away. The, the Sports Illustrated article, yeah, bro. Like, and there was one that was he said he doesn't feel like it was it's um in God's plan for him to take a six figure contract or or a, a seven figure, eight seven, figure, yeah, eight, seven yeah, figure, yeah, 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 never sign an eight figure deal, yeah, whatever it was, because of it's just it's just a game and all this other stuff. And that was in that same article, I think. He's still going number one, guys, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We got that hippie at quarterback. <laughs> Sunshine. Yeah, that means you too, hippie boy. <laughs> <laughs> you can get yours out back. <laughs> I think I think number two is probably just as written in pen as number one yep. is at this point. Yep. Wilson. Yep. Yep. What was that that came out this week about the, the shoulder? Um, I know you sent me the, the tweet this week, Wes. So apparently San Francisco offered a number one uh, a first round pick for Darnold earlier in the offseason before Wilson's pro day, but the Jets said no because they weren't sure about Wilson's shoulder yet. What an idiot. Yeah. So this was, this was a report from a Denver beat writer, so take it with a grain of salt. Oh, okay. good. But, but I'm assuming that's information from Denver calling about Darnold's availability. Yeah. 
and getting that in response, hey, we have a first round offer from San Fran, um, but we're going to sit on it. So, so take all that with what, with whatever. So, and then Doug, Douglas's conference this week almost assured that they were. T- I mean, he he basically said they're t- taking Wilson without saying they're taking Wilson, pretty much. So, by the way, some- other than like the Mac Jones stuff and all that conjecture, the San Francisco did a really good job keeping things in house because that. I mean, the trade that they did to move up. I mean, it was kept. There were no rumblings. Did, yeah, it yeah. didn't leak, and that was three teams involved. So, you know, kudos to them for that. Tight lip front office. So, but and that's another thing. Somebody did make a point this week. It's like, do you really think the whole Mac Jones thing is true? Like, that's leaking out, but the other stuff didn't. I've I've said the whole time that the Mac stuff is smoke. There's no, there's, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And that's where, that's where this number three pick becomes so hard to mock because, I mean, I'm calling BS on on that on that Mac smoke. And well, he didn't do himself any favors this week. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, to be fair, it's not him that's that's going back to 2012 and digging right. these pictures up. But you can't have that come out, my man. You got to clean that. It happens every year, dude. These kids, man, clean, clean your social media up, bro. If there's the internet anything doesn't forget. Jesus. And clean your families up too, I guess. Is the lesson yeah, of Max. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but don't put it on the internet, man. Lord. At that point, he's a what? A high school? 2012. 2012 would have uh, been, yeah. So he would have been six, four, 14, 16, four, somewhere yeah. in that range? Yeah, so, I mean, at that point, he genuinely is a kid, but still. Um, yeah, it's there's a lot of racial undertones to that, too, but we won't dive into that. It's awful. <laughs> All right. Let's get back into pick three. So we've got Sewell, Pitts, Chase, Fields, Lance, Waddle, Slater. Let's see how far we got to scroll down for Mac. <laughs> Sertain, Smith. The next page. Mac. Mac is at 12 here <laughs> with two already off the board. So he was there at 14. So you got, you're, you're sure you don't think there's any fire to that smoke? You think it's just smoke? I think there's some fire – I think there's probably some people that want that safe pick. I don't think it's the – I don't think you can trade up to three and take Mac. The 49ers stay put and take Mac, sure. Okay. I don't think you make a, make the trade to three unless you know who you're taking. Yeah, I don't I – don't, I, don't, I don't think that the 49ers are going to entertain many calls at this point. You know, they, they obviously have their guy and they, they traded up to get him. So, Do you think it's Lance or do you think it's Fields? Or Mac, I guess. Yeah. We can, we can take a vote, I guess, out of these three. I will say that that it's – I'm going to just say for the sake of argument, and and, and I've, I've watched enough on it that, okay, they're convinced it's Mac. So, one for Mac. Oh, I mean, I, I want to say Fields, but I, I also want to see – I want to see the aftermath of what happens. So do I. Everybody trying to get to four when they actually take Mac. <laughs> so do I. Please, I'm trying to will it into existence. So my thinking behind it is if they could trade Jimmy, they take um, Fields. Nobody wants Jimmy. Did you see that video circulating of him in the yeah, pocket this yeah, year, yeah. last year? Oh, my God. It was rough. That was awful. 
the dude just saw, I mean, the dude wasn't seeing ghosts in the secondary. The dude was seeing ghosts in the backfield. He did that little spin move. When there was nobody even there. <laughs> there was nobody there. I was like, what, what is he doing? He's out there dancing. That, he's that, trying that. to like Ricky Bobby out on the racetrack when he's when he thinks he's on fire. That's what he looks like. He's he is scared Help in the pocket. It, it was bad. Um, yeah, it was rough. Some so Matt, what are your thoughts? Realistically, I think if they are somehow able to get I get a first. I mean, geez. Uh, uh, let's just say realistically, third round pick. You're not Maybe getting that. anything better than the Darnold package. It's probably the Darnold package sets the, Dar- the the Garoppolo package worse because of the money. Okay, yeah. so we'll put it in the middle. They got a second and a fourth. We'll throw it in at a third and just a third. Um, I think if they are able to trade Jimmy during the draft this offseason, whatever. They take Fields. I think if they can't, then they take Jones. They ride it out with Jimmy uh, for another season, and then they start Jones next year. I will oh – God, I realistically, I don't think they take – Jones, but just based off Adam Schefter saying that he thinks at this point that's who it is, I'll go with McKenzie. But Trey Did Lance you call him McKenzie? The, yeah, Trey Lance <laughs> is the uh, is the dark horse here. That one, I mean, I the, the smart thing is Fields, but it really wouldn't shock me if they walked up there with the Lance ticket either. Yeah, that division. I mean, does he have a the the best arm out of those three? Yeah. Yeah. Probably the least injury prone out of the three. Yep. Bigger guy. He's similar to if you're gonna, Nick in a way. Well, I saw I saw I saw I don't I forget who it was. They were saying that um Trey Lance, especially the way he throws a deep ball, he's just a bigger Russell Wilson. Yeah. And if you're gonna run with if you're gonna run with Jimmy G for a year, Lance is a guy that's got a Lance is not a start immediately guy. No. I mean, no. and neither is Mac, but I think Fields could be. Uh, a yeah. guy that you can throw out there right now. So, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't not make sense. <laughs> so, but, so we're going with Mac at three, right? Yeah. The next, the next one we do after this, will go something different at this pick since we're, none of us are really uh, in agreement on this. Yeah. All right. So here we are at four with the Falcons. So the, the full manual draft doesn't do what the um, automated draft does and, and propose trades like from other teams. So do we think – we'll start with this. Do we think the Falcons are going to stay here at four? I don't. I don't. With Fields and Lance on the board, this is probably their uh, their best way to get some draft capital back. Yep. Yep. I think I think if, if Mac is the one taken at three, if it goes Trevor, Zach, Mac – the phones in Atlanta will be ringing off the hook for from Denver, Denver, New England, New England, Washington, the Raiders, and Washington. I think Washington football team, Marty Herney. Now the Raiders I may question that because he doesn't. He I don't think he thinks the quarterback's important. At this you know point. what? Thank you for saying that, Corey. Because now I don't have to have PTSD about the chance of Marty Herney making a draft day trade. My butthole no. will no longer get tight. <laughs> he, I mean, I think Marty. You know, I mean, honestly, how you look at Washington, man, they got everything. They got everything in place. All right, they just need a quarterback that can throw the ball down the field. So, 
they need a well they need a coach that knows how to use their well yeah okay i'm i'm saying on paper (laughs) okay (laughs) they need all that but in marty's mind he's probably like i'm so smart you know and you're gonna trade up and i'm gonna look like a genius for getting this quarterback in here and about 25 meatballs (laughs) so yeah, I think the Washington football team. That's a that's a I think they're that dark horse that nobody's really talking about trading up. So Marty's probably got Kyle Trask great like ranked ahead oh, of Justin not. Fields on I think this. what if he traded up for Kyle Trask? <laughs> you gotta go get your guy. See, I, but I think Marty would get, get too cute with it. And I think he thinks he he can take Lance and that's gonna be the guy. Yeah. I think I think I don't think he makes the move for four. I think he might would make the move to get to seven or even eight. We'll talk about that in a little bit um, and get in front of Denver for Lance. If Denver doesn't get aggressive and jump us. This is a Denver spot. I think, I think, Dem- uh, yeah, I, for me, I think Denver gets up to four. If, if Denver doesn't, then I think Washington does try to hop them and get a quarterback. But I, I think the most, the, what makes the most sense for draft capital that you're giving up, I think nine, to, nine up to four Falcons in Denver personally. Okay. I like it. I, I think that, yeah, I, I, regardless of who it is, someone's trading a four. I, I firmly believe that. I firmly believe you're going to have quarterbacks one, two, three, four. So we can't make trades in, in this specific mock. Is that right? Or you can't? No, we can. It just doesn't automatically do it like it does in the – it doesn't automatically propose trades. Okay. Like it so, does in the, uh, the automated uh, – So we're going to go – we're going to go Denver trading to four. Denver's trading up to four. So Denver is going to give the nine this year for four. Mm-hmm. What did San Fran also include? Did they include next year's first? They included the next two firsts. Mm-hmm. Well, you can only trade up to 2022 on this. Okay. That's fine. I don't think, yeah, I don't think the package necessarily matters on our end. We know they're giving them, we're giving, they're giving at least two first round picks. We'll go nine this year. Year, first next year, third this year. Yeah. Mm. Or what, what? What were we thinking? They're moving up to take Justin Fields. They're moving up five spots. So that's yep. so future first. This first. Uh, San Francisco doing another first after that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there was a. One other pick mixed in, like a fifth or sixth. And the price is automatically going to get inflated because all the teams call in. So, yeah. So just go, I guess, go with just if it'll let you do the first, then just throw in like a mid round pick. All right. Let's see if they'll accept this. I did the extra first and a fourth for four. I, I, I'll propose it. We'll see what happens. Trade was declined. <laughs> Good God. All right, just whatever you got to do to execute it. All right, I'll do that. Got to think at that point. Because for it, our sake, it, it doesn't matter. No, this this is just what we think is going to happen. So yep. we're just going to make it happen on the trade simulator thing. Trade was accepted. There you go. I, I gave them first and second this year and a first next year. All right, beautiful. <laughs> so that's essentially, I think, what gets that done is three firsts. Yep. And if you're, you know, if you're the Atlanta, you know, you're in Atlanta, you're a new GM, you're a new coach, 
in that situation, it's best to to get make a trade like that and acquire all these assets and set yourself up for the next three to five years because you've got all these picks now. So they're fine on offense, other than their line yeah. and their defense. So this would be the smart move for Atlanta. Absolutely. I mean, you know, they're just like New York. I mean, they have nothing. I mean, they have no future real. No young guys really. No, they they and. And and honestly, at four, like we talked about on a previous podcast, there's just not there's not a defensive guy that that makes sense at four. Uh, it's, it's, you're too high at that point. Like there's not an edge rusher. Yeah, they can move back and get Micah Parsons or something. right. Yeah. So, all right. So we have gone Lawrence one to the Jags, Wilson two to the Jets, Mac three to San Fran, Fields four to Denver. Um. So, I mean, I, I think four, four is where the draft starts. If somebody trades up, which we expect, that's where those, that's, that's when we get all four, four quarterbacks there in the, fourth, in the first four picks. I, I think that happens. And I, I put a 75% chance on that, all four quarterbacks going. And so then five is really where things start to get interesting yep. outside of the quarterback world. Mm-hmm. Five, the Bengals. So I think I think it comes down to two players here. Yeah, it's Sewell or Chase. Yep. You've Burrow. got and you've got you've got your quarterback, your young quarterback, your young franchise quarterback, going out and requesting his former teammate Jamar Chase to be drafted by the organization. So it's like if you're the organization, what do you do? Do you do you listen to your to especially your, after Watson getting right. so upset? Correct. With them not listening. I know it's a different, a slightly different situation with head coach GM and he was promised it. I don't think Burrow was promised anything in this situation, No. but you also don't, you don't want to mishandle this because Burrow is, I mean, he's the best quarterback they've had since Carson. And, but then you look at Carson, if you protect Carson, then maybe he stays your franchise quarterback for longer so right, that's an argument for Sewell. So it's it's, then, it's rough. But they've got they've yeah. got Taj Boyd and T Higgins. So yeah, I mean that's not scaring anybody. No, Boyd's T, been T, a two is his you know his whole career. He did have a good season last year. T did look good though. I think T yeah, can, T can be a number one for them. But if you can get Chase and make T your number two, that that's even better. Is so the, I mean, there, there's an argument on both sides. It, it's do you think you can get your line good enough? And I mean, we've talked about it too. There's yeah, some like, there's some second round tackles that absolutely. That I'm That's not what a, I was gonna say. It's a deep, it's and, a deep tackle class. And look, Joe Burrow is the one. Like I've said, I said it before on another part. Joe Burrow is the one getting his head kicked in out there over yeah, and over. Just and got over. Mangled. Over if he still, if that's what he wants, is he still wants to go with the wide receiver? He wants to go with his boy. Then I mean, maybe you, maybe you listen. But I've seen a, I've seen the mock. I've, I've seen the mocks go from Sewell. Mm-hmm. To chase more and more. I've seen more often it be chased since that came out. I, I think a lot of people thought they would be dumb not to go Sewell at first, especially after the injury. But I think they're going to do right. I'll put that in quotes by Burrow yeah. and, and honor what he requests. If, if the draft plays out one through four quarterback like that. So my vote is for Chase on this one. I'll say – I'll say Chase. Chase as well. I think we're all right. So six. This is what this pick is going to be very interesting to the Panthers because um, I think this is the one spot that 
the guy who is everybody wants <laughs> the guy who's number one on the Panthers board. I think yeah. this is the one spot he would go before eight. Yeah. So we've got Sewell, Pitts, Lance, Waddle, Slater, Sertain. I think is the the tops here. Um, it's like I, Miami. Please, please value wide receiver <laughs> more. I think if Chase, if, if Bengals go, I think the the best case scenario for us is Bengals going Sewell. Yeah, and then um, Miami valuing receiver more. Yeah, which is tough. <laughs> which is tough because they did pay. What was it? Ten to twelve million to bring in Galladay. Yeah. Was, is that was it? Wasn't that the deal? Wait, no. Galladay went to the yeah. Giants. Yeah. Well, who who did they bring in? Ten to twelve million. Somebody good. Hold on. One year deal. Somebody. Uh, forgot about. The best case for us would be Tua to pull a burrow and come out and say he wants either. They paid Will oh, Fuller. Oh, yeah, Fuller. yeah. Okay. On, on the yeah, the big signing bonus. He got like a very cheap deal for yeah. like a, you know, eight hundred thousand or something. So you've got you've got Devonte Parker, Albert Wilson, and Will Fuller. I don't see them drafting a receiver number number one pick with that. Um, I mean, especially when their tight end room is Mike Gusecki. Unfortunately, not. But yeah, I want I want Tua to come out and say, you know, he wants either Waddle yeah, or Tua, Smith. Tua, demand it. Go in there, pound the table. <laughs> I mean, that is a, that is interesting. The connection there. Um, Smith is slipping on a lot of boards. I don't. It's because he's so small. Yeah. I mean, he's so. I mean, he's he's a badass, and he, but he just looks so little. I mean, dude. I mean, look at his arms. It's like, yeah. and his legs are the size of normal people's arms. It seems like he's building up that body callus like Ojo Cinco did <laughs> eating McDonald's. All right, so, so I guess everybody's in agreement that they're going to, and they probably should go pits. Yeah, I, unfortunately, yeah. that's that's what I think is going to happen. Now this is where I have no clue. This is where things could get interesting too. We got some tough ass football players over here. We're biting kneecaps off. Dan I think Campbell. I, I think they've got a value receiver. They got rid of all of them. They did. I mean, they lost Marvin. They lost Galladay. Yeah. If Chase makes it to seven, he's off the board immediately. Yeah. Jared Goff can't read a defense anyway, so I don't really know. <laughs> he doesn't have McVay in his ear anymore. So, the best receivers on the board are Waddle and Smith. Um, I don't think anybody else down there is in, in the conversation. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out somebody making a move up for Lance here to seven um, because I do think if Lance makes it to nine after the Falcons traded back and got assets, they could convince themselves that, hey, we got assets. We can take the backup quarterback. We can take the Matt Ryan successor, figure out the contract shit later. Yeah. And we got more picks. So then God. we can address defense. So I think this is where a part of the draft where somebody's got to consider trading up to seven with, with Detroit if Detroit doesn't have their guy on the board. So Detroit's really interesting because they do have a they I mean they have a fairly, fairly decent set offensive line. Um, so one of those offensive line guys, I mean, they've got Taylor Decker at um left tackle already. Um and I think so. The report this week was that Sewell was working out at right, right tackle, tackle some too. So yeah. what? Who, what's the choice right tackle situation? Because Ty- Tyrell Crosby. So I mean, again, like that's that's see that's the only team in that first eight that that stood out to me as a possibility of him 
going in, being drafted to play left, right tackle for a year or two. Maybe, and that, that could be too. But listen at, listen at their wide receiver depth chart. Their starters are Tyrell Williams and Brashard Perryman. <laughs> with, so Geron- they- with Geronimo Allison – and Khalif Raymond right behind them. So, so they've got, got speed. They've got, <laughs> they've got two number threes yeah. as their as they're one and two. And Hawkins. I mean, Hawkinson becomes their number one weapon at this right. point. Right, and and that's and why – and because Hawkinson's there, that's why Pitts – the only, I think the only likely scenario for Pitts is six to Miami for him not falling. Or, right. I mean, Jerry did say he's in love with him. So if he's, Pitts is there at seven, then it wouldn't surprise me if Jerry tried to trade up from ten. Jerry would do something like that. Jerry. Jerry Jones. We but. believe this fine young man's going to be a great addition to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> All right, so. I tell you, we can't wait to see him put that star on every Sunday. All right. So, with that, do we think it's Waddleman or do we think somebody gets creative? No, I think, I think, I think that, that Dan Campbell is the type of coach that values players like Devontae Smith, the hardworking like motherfuckers that, that just put their nose down and go get it. So, so you think I see Devontae going here. I think Dan Campbell is the perfect coach for him. Like and, and not, not like fit wise, but I'm saying like Dan Campbell, like he's like, nah, that's my kind of guy right there. You know, the hard worker. All right, Matt, you, you want to be the decision maker here? Cause I've got, I've still got Waddle over, over Smith. And they hired Anthony Lynn as their offensive coordinator. Uh, um, I, I don't get that either. But <laughs> y'all are torn between y'all are torn between Waddle and Smith. Yep. Yeah. I, I think they've got to address receiver. So I mean, they could they could likely if, if somebody wants Lance, if if the Washington football team wants Lance here at seven. Um, that that is true. I mean, that is another trade candidate. But I I just I mean I maybe I don't I don't mind that. Yeah. No, I don't either. But I think if, if I, I don't, I don't think Washington thinks they have to jump us. I think they know that if they want to get there, they can trade with us instead of yeah. Detroit. And that's one yeah. that's a that's a familiar. If Detroit stays, I, I'll go with Smith on this one. All right, we'll plug it in Smith. Perfect. Okay. So think this is a scenario that sets up for. Not a trade back, in my opinion. This is a scenario mm-hmm. of we're staying put. We're running up there with this yeah. name. Um, Absolutely, yeah. This is my second choice of scenarios at this point. After the Darnold move, it would have been third pre-Darnold move, but it's Pitts is my first choice, and then Sewell is second. So, it's, I mean, the guy that people are are are, are pinning as the the generational left tackle, the best left tackle in a decade to be in this draft falls to eight. How pissed are Panthers fans going to be when Sewell is sitting there at number eight and we trade back? I will be absolutely livid. I, I say that just because you know, Rashawn Slater will be there, potentially, you know, regardless of like where they would trade, but that just seems like some shit that, that and, they would do. And well, well, the reason that makes sense is because you're looking at it. You've got Sewell Slater, and Darisol, yeah, still on the board. So you know you're going to get one of those three if you trade back into the teens. But like, ah, dude, that's I, passing up Sewell. Sewell is a sure thing. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I understand that mindset. And I and when I have to see the trade package to know what we got for. But I just, I like Matt just said, I think Sewell is such a, a home run 
man. Like at a position that we've needed, we needed to fill for years, fucking years. And it also it feels cheap because it feels like he shouldn't be there, right? Like I don't, I've, I just in my head for so long I've thought about mocks, and I mean I do. I, I told Matt the other day. I've been doing like four or five mocks a day just yeah. like because but anything can happen at this and point. It, this, this like, once you get past three, it's, it's wide the fuck open. And Sewell makes it to some, even in these non-manual things where like Sewell has made it to me in mocks. And it's just like, I don't see a scenario where somebody doesn't come up and get him. But we, I mean, we didn't, we didn't, we obviously didn't have a scenario there. Where left, somebody tackles, came up and- left tackles like this, uh, this, if he if he came out as a sophomore, right before the opt out season, he would have been a top five pick then. And it's a year later, and the top. I mean, because the only reason he's not a top five pick is because the quarterbacks are so right. deep this year. I'm gonna add one more crazy thing, um, and I should have said it at seven when we were at the Lions. Um, the the Chargers, that's. That's the team that I can see moving up to come and get him if he's sitting there. I, I know that something did come out that they were going to do everything they could if he fell past six to to move up and get him. And you know, he he protected Herbert's you know blindside in college. We don't we don't love the Devonte pick at seven. Do we want to want to retrace and say that's what happens? And we're sitting there at eight without Sewell. I mean, I can the mock doesn't exactly say it, but we can do whatever we want. It's our mock. Um. I've already submitted Devontae, but that is such a that is like because they know they know he's off the board at eight if he's there. I think I think I mean as we've done the mock, we're taking Sewell at eight. Mm -hmm. But it would not shock me to see at LA trade up to seven. So then we're we're left with Devontae, Trey, Waddle, Slater, Sertain, Horn, Darisaw, and I think we trade back and hope Slater and Darisaw. Yeah, so Slater, Darisol, Horn. At that point, give me, give me one of those three. If we trade back, if we, yeah, and if we, I mean, and I'm also, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like the more I watch on, on Waddle, I would not be pissed. I would not be upset <laughs> taking him honestly. But I would trade back in that situation because I don't, and I, I, I don't know if you guys saw. Apparently, we love Slater, which I'm like, man. The versatility is what I've seen. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, he can slide into guard. You don't, you don't draft. You're not drafting a guard in the top ten. Stop. I'm, I'm redoing the mock so we can actually make that trade happen on on the mock. To it's like, Scott, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like I said, Slater's good. Penay's better. You can miss me with it. I don't care. And that's that's what it is. I've Chase Young tape, great. Love it. Yeah. But I don't know. I like Sewell and I don't want Slater at eight. I don't. Well, you don't take Slater at eight. You would need to trade, trade back. back. Yeah. You like if you can get to the thirteen to fifteen round range or thirteen to fifteen pick range. I'll yeah, if we trade back with New England or who's at thirteen? Uh, LA is that LA? Yeah, we're we're not trading with if LA is trading, it's it's before us because they won't Sewell unless we're not unless for whatever reason we're not sold on Sewell. Um, get get out of here! Just I, <laughs> I don't I don't I hope not. 
Um, but okay, we're back at seven. Let's propose this trade with LA and yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right. LA thinks they're, I mean, they got the new coach, they got, think they got everything set. All right, so we're moving up six spots. So let's go 13. It's 13 and seven. Um, it's not like you're moving in the top five for a quarterback. I'm thinking maybe a it's still gonna it's still gonna cost you probably a future first, right? A future first, and then absolutely a third yeah. this year, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah, or maybe it's not future gonna be first, future third. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. Which, it doesn't matter what happened. We we're doing future first, and then this year's third on top of it. Trade was accepted. All right. So you got L.A. hopping in front of us to seven and taking Sewell. Trade Which is a, trade is out of eight. Which if, if I'm LA, I'm in I'm I'm happy with that. Like if I'm an LA fan, I'm like, yeah. One hundred one hundred percent. I think um I'm a little concerned about his weapons now if I'm an LA fan after losing Henry and uh they lost a receiver. So they got Keenan, they have um Keenan Allen, the most underrated wide receiver in the entire NFL for his hundred percent, hundred percent. Greensboro zone. I love Keenan. Northwest Guilford. God. All right. Let's trade us out of eight. Yep. Who do we think values Lance enough? I oh think. Oh, my God. That's Bill Belichick's music. <laughs> <laughs> the entrance music. <laughs> I think it's it's Bell, it, I think it's Bill or it, it, it's Marty Herney it, it, with yep. the Washington football team. I think yeah, that's our two guys. Those, can we please fleece Marty? One of those two. That would, that would. That God, that would make me so happy. All right, let's take a look at what each of them have to offer um, as far as this year and next year's picks. We'll, we'll start with um, New England because I like 15 better than 19. I don't think some of the guys were talking. Darisol might make it to 19. Washington's yeah. picking 19th. Jesus, they just had to make the playoffs that bad. Yeah. Um, Good for Ron. All right, so 8 and 15 are the two main pieces. Um, I think we can get our second back from Darnold trade next yep. year. Yep. And then I think we can probably get – I think they'll want another pick this year for trading back as well. I Okay, so you're swapping first. Next year's second. I need a first next year. Absolutely. Next, okay. That's okay. a top ten pick. Yeah, I need a first next year. You can throw in a third or – so I think I think I, I was look, I was looking at this year's third or fourth. I think we would want an extra pick this year to try and move back up at some point to get a guy. Because if we if we trade back, we're not getting as good of a, a number one pick. So I would think we'd want to package a couple picks and move up and get a guy who's high on our board somewhere else. I think it's probably very similar to the the Chargers offer. I mean, what they just gave up. It's so one pick it difference. was a first first and a third, and it's for a quarterback. Okay, so let's go. It's 15, 96, and a first for eight. Okay. Perfect. I'm proposing it now. Trade was accepted. All right. And this is New England coming up to get Trey Lance. Yes, 100%. They let him sit behind Cam for a year, big body, learn from him. I mean, there's not a better cop to what Trey Lance could be in the NFL right now. Yeah. So, okay, makes sense. So Trey Lance to eight, eight to New England. At nine, Atlanta. The, fa 
Atlanta that they can take a look at the defensive board and it is solid. The God, defensive what a board. Way, what a I way think to the, screw Atlanta too. If, if we trade out of that after they if they trade it on it and they don't get a quarterback at all. What I don't think they um, want one. I think they I don't think back they to, want a quarterback. Yeah, they trade yeah, back I mean, to I nine. Get it, but yeah. it, it just makes me feel better the fact that I don't have to face either Fields or Lance. You know, or Pitts. They don't get Pitts. Yeah, right. And I think I think if they stay put at four, it's got to be Pitts. They they won't do a quarterback there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got a hell of a defensive board shaping up at nine. Yeah, um, I, Sertain, Horn, Parsons. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce uh, Jeremiah's last name out of Notre Dame. A uh, Wusu, um, Karamoa, something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean that. I think it's probably Parsons, Parsons. Parsons. at that point. I think I think it is. Yeah, it's either Parsons or <sighs> it's Parsons could, or Certain. You could conceivably feel better about um, Quiddy Pay from Michigan, the edge rusher. Yeah, I don't think so. But I don't. Yeah, it's too hot. But I mean, you would feel better at nine than you do at four, right? So I, I, I think it's got to be Parsons. I think that's the yeah. The, if okay. there is no reason that par, if this there's no reason that Parsons should should make it out of the top ten. That kid is a freak of nature. I mean, he read what a four four three or four three. Yes, stupid. He's huge. I think my I think I think Atlanta trading back into nine ten is the only way he does get taken. Any defensive players get taken in the top ten. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, like you know, you saw what Tampa Bay did with their linebacking core in the Super Bowl. So Parsons is a. If this was any other, if we had, if this was any other draft, and if Marty was here, I'd be terrified that the Panthers were going to take him at eight. All right, so then that puts us to 10 with the old Dallas Cowboys. What's Jerry going to do at 10? I think I've got an idea, but I want to I hear hear your guys' input. Um, he, He's got to take Sertan. Yeah. I, I mean I, – I don't, I don't know that I agree because, I mean, they, they just took digs. Okay, so who's, who's on the board? Waddle, Slater, Sertain. Okay, so they got Gallup. They have Amari, and who's their third? I don't know. Probably Gallup after they take Waddle. But they they're all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, they're whoa, whoa, whoa! We they just drafted CD Lamb. That's oh, right. oh, you're yeah, right. Okay, yeah. okay, there it is. I forgot about Lamb. Yeah. So no, it's not Waddle anymore. No, that's why I was saying Sertan, man, because their defensive. Yeah. That I mean, Parsons would have been a good candidate there. Yeah, Parsons would have been a great that, but I mean they got. Oh, the, their old line's getting older. That's true, and they had injuries last year. I mean, Dak's not good. You just paid him all that money. You better protect the man. Yeah, I mean Slater would make sense here too, but I think for me, Jerry, I think that that they would go be smart, and I think you know having a corner like Sertan opposite of Diggs, that's that's a pretty pretty solid defensive yeah. backfield. I don't, it doesn't even matter who you have at safety at that, but it does. They but. couldn't stop a nosebleed last year. So no, they couldn't. Even when Dak was healthy, that Atlanta game. <laughs> and and there's, this is a deep offensive line draft. So, let, yeah, we'll go certain then. Yeah. Okay. In agreement? Like a, that just seems like a Cowboys player, like a Cowboys Yeah, pick. absolutely. He likes the, you know, his name value and all that. So Yeah. All right. 
Odd Mollies next year at 11 to the New York Giants. <laughs> oh, there's no way that there's no way that if Slater makes it to to Gettleman that he does not take number one. Yeah. They they need offensive line help. Um, it's a whole. It's it's 100 happening. Slater falls to a home run. Gabe Gettleman is probably creaming in his pants. He's creaming in his little, little shorts. He's, he's got he's his creaming in, He's creaming in those, like, high-waisted, sweat, gray he's sweat eating, shorts that he wears. His, he's eating the Bojangles that he had shipped up just for the draft. <laughs> I remember last year during the draft where they showed, like, all these teams prepared for it, and then you got – they showed Gettleman. It's just him in his office. And it's like, no laptop. And yeah, there's, just, it's just these big binders of like, – <laughs> Multiple, screen, multiple screens. <laughs> probably, probably turned his cell phone off. He's not letting anybody have any input on it. He's making the pick himself. Nobody can get in touch with him because he's at his house. And he's, he's got, got like he's got glasses like, down the tip of his nose, just peering over these like papers. Got his instead readers of, on. And instead of like a computer showing him who's been taken, he's getting a call on his landline every five minutes. Like <laughs> they just took such and such. Mark it's him off getting, your list, and he's like marking him out in pin. <laughs> he's marking him out in pin on his binder. Oh, <laughs> the man. funniest one last year was Mike Vrabel's. The, I mean, what was going on in that one? He's got the kid dressed up. Uh, oh, the, in, oh, the one he was using the bathroom in the mirror yes, in the background. Yes, yeah. dude, <laughs> the kids wearing a Halloween costume. I'm like, what the it's, fuck it's, is happening here? As happy as I am about the draft, like being back to like normal and like people actually being in the draft, I will miss those. <laughs> Oh, those yeah. war room videos. <laughs> they, I thought they did a really good job of the draft last year because I love the draft. Like the draft, like, Lamb snatching this phone from from the girl. Vrabel's <laughs> yeah. had to have been staged. There's who's no who's mom? Staged. Who's mom s- snatched their girlfriend up out of the out of the chair with oh, her? Remember that? Oh. Was it like the Oklahoma State kid? I forget. I remember oh. the video. Yeah, but it was. She was like, "No, you're not sharing the spotlight." <laughs> yeah, she just like snatched her up. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> ESPN right. tried to make every every prospect. Well, let's flash back to when he was five. His mother was shot. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's tell the worst stories possible. Let's make this kid feel life. terrible. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're at 12. I think with what's fallen here, this is a no-brainer too. Uh, the Eagles. And we've got uh, the two, the second and third best receivers on the, on the board left, and their receiving core is terrible. So they drafted Rager, and that's basically all they have. Yes, and Rager wasn't. He was great. hurt. Yeah. So Waddle was still on the board, right? And Devontae. We re we re we pulled back Devontae, but reuniting it, with Jalen. I, I like Waddle over Devontae for Atlanta. I mean, they've already got Rager. You mean so Philly? They've already, Philly? They've already got Rager. With, Rager's small. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, guy. Waddle. Yeah, uh, Waddle makes sense. All right. 13, Detroit. I mean, Detroit can make their pick again. They traded back and that guy's still there. So, Devontae. Devontae. All right. All right, 14, Minnesota Vikings. We've got J.C. Defense is where they're going to go. I mean, I I think J.C. making it to 14. He makes – he is such a – like. That is the quintessential pick there. There was one game last year after it, Mike Zimmer was like, this is the worst defense I've ever coached. <laughs> God, he looks like he'd be so much not fun to play for. No. He's – oh, God. I just – he, like, he might be Bud Gilmer. Yeah, pretty much. 
Mike Star quarterback is dragging his leg around. <laughs> oh, so, cry me a river, you fat fucking baby. baby. But yeah, Zimmer sucks. Probably. All right, so it's Horn. God, dude, that, that ah, I hate that though because their personalities that makes me very are, angry. Not gonna, are not going to match up. No, and I hate that for us. No, that would make that, and and that's going to hurt really bad with him sitting right there because I I love Horn at that pick. I don't think I don't know that we addressed that in the first round with with Son and Bouye though. I know <laughs> Bouye is not the answer in the future, but. I think they're they would be fine rolling Bouye and Dante out there this year. You probably um, right. so AJ's missing the first two games, so oh, I guess they're going to put a band aid on that. Yeah, I mean they they'll figure something out. Uh, but he's a they give him a two year deal, so he's going to come in and be a starter opposite um, Dante. I don't I don't I think just, you take a first rounder when you gave if if Bouye was a one year deal and you were cool with him being just a mentor to Dante and whoever you take. Okay, but with a two-year deal, I don't, I don't, I don't know that they brought him in to just sit or just to teach. So we're at fifteen. We're, Slater, are, we, for, we're, are we taking Horn for sure at fourteen? Is there any other defensive player that uh, is around there even justifiable? I mean, you could take. Here's another. Here's, here's here's another here's another spot where you the first edge, yeah, in the draft could go. Aziz Ojolari and um, Quiddy Pay are the edge. Um, Jeremiah Awusu is still there. Uh, Barmore, I don't think you take him this early. Personally, he's the, the top-rated defensive tackle, but that's just not a not a not a sexy pick. Uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. Because I know Zimmer likes, you know, I mean, look what they did with Xavier Rhodes, you know, when he was in his prime, their defense was filthy. So, I mean. I think it's got to be Horn. Yeah. I just, as much as we Horn, would love for Horn, Horn to make it a 15 there. With yeah, us. I think the Horn pick here for Zimmer makes too much sense. So, that's going to suck. That would suck. But. I mean, this is, I personally think this is setting up nicely for us. I don't think we would take Horn in the first round. Okay. I think we get the assets, and I like the upside of Darisol just as much as I like Slater's versatility, personally. Yeah, so we're at fifteen. Darisol's the best player on the board. Darisol, run it out there. Yep, in my opinion. So we gained an extra third and a first next year to drop back from and essentially pick Darisol over Slater. That was what it was. Darisol over Slater, um, but we get two picks because of it. Love it. So that is our Panthers first round mock. Um, well, the, the, the whole first round mock, but basically the, the goal was to try and see what we can get for the Panthers in the first round, how we think things could possibly shake up. So we've got Lawrence to the Jaguars, Wilson to the Jets, Mack to San Francisco, Fields to the Broncos, Chase to the Bengals, Pitts to the Dolphins. That one's going to sting a little bit. Um, Sewell to the Chargers. Again, if that trade doesn't happen, I think that's our pick. Yeah. Pit, Pitts and Sewell. If one of them's there, we're not trading out. <clears throat> and it, we still may sit, sit at eight if, if it's Slater, if they like him as much as as, as we're hearing. But um, I'm not sold on that yet. So we traded out. I think the package, if Lance is still sitting there at eight to get ahead of the Falcons, is going to be good enough to warrant trading out like we did. 
So Lance at eight, Parsons at nine to the Falcons, Sertain at 10 to Dallas, Slater to 11 at Gettleman. He gets his hog molly. Waddle to, at 12 to the Eagles, Devontae Smith 13 to the Lions, J.C. Horn 14 to the Vikings, and Darisol 15 to us. Darisol is a huge human being. He's like 6'6". Six, yeah. six, um, let me pull up his stats. I think he's 6'5", 315. I may be wrong. B, if we got Darisol in the mid-teens, everybody should be overly, overly happy. 6'5", 313. Yeah. And he's got some long arms. And if he were in any other class besides Slater and Sewell, he's the top tackle. He's a top ten pick in most drafts. Yeah, most I mean, you, you put it. You put him in last. You put him in last year's draft. He's a ten pick. Yeah, but you got you know these these opt outs, which good for them. You know whatever they can make their decisions. Fine, it's their future and their money. Um, and I think that's affecting a lot of kids. So, all right. So let's move on and do the full draft where we're only taking the Panthers picks and we automate in between. And when it comes to the Panthers picks, we get trades proposed to us. So we okay. can kind of talk through those and see what the- All right, so I'm gonna get that set up. Let's draft. It's exciting. That ain't right. a guess. That's what it's gonna be. Lawrence, <laughs> right, Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, Lance, Slater, Sewell, Chase. What the hell? Wait, what? What happened? It, Lawrence Wilson Fields Lance, no trades. Mm-hmm. Slater Sewell Chase. So, so Pitts. Yeah, it, it's Pitts, but I, yeah. I I hate that it even turned out that way because it's bullcrap. I'm about to restart the draft. Yeah, I would say restart. <laughs> yeah, please, like, God, let that happen. Like, <laughs> that's not realistic. I don't. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's not realistic. It's not realistic enough to even do it because Slater just went off the board before Sewell. Some I mean, no, I was listening, and there are some teams that value Slater oversold simply for scheme fit. Like if you're zone run versus you run more power, so people like Slater more with the power uh, scheme. So you know that's so I, going to Miami. Yes. No. All right, here, here we go. This is more realistic. I'll, I'll. All right, Lawrence at one. Wilson at two, Lance three to San Fran. So that, that's the wild card we talked about. Mm-hmm. It's got the Falcons staying put at four and taking fields. It's got Sewell going five. So they, they take Sewell instead. Waddle six to Miami. Okay. That could happen. Yeah. I, I, Jamar, Jamar Chase seven to the Lions. Okay. Yeah. So again, we, I it think we, we, it's, it's pits, but so we talked about it. And what's interesting is um, even with wait, wait, is Fields, is Fields there? No, no he got so taken by Atlanta. Okay, so Max, the, the top. Okay, Ma- Max, okay. The, Max, the, the quarterback left. So Which, I don't think nobody's calling us to trade up for Mac at that point. No. That, that is very conceivable to, to happen. That, I mean, that's realistic because even right. if. Even if it, even if the Falcons trade out and the teams comes up to take fields, that's still how the board can fall. So that's that's yeah. Let's pray that that falls that way. Um, but 
the only pick that may be different, I, I really I think this is a, all all plausible. The top four I think will be quarterback, even if the Falcons trade out. It's the Falcons taking it here, but we don't really care who's taking it. Um, the only one that I might would argue with is Waddle uh, going six to, to Miami, and that's we then we don't end up with pits. But you know, I don't think you take anybody above Chase. Chase has got to be the first receiver off the board. So that's, if you flip flop skill group, right? But so so six and seven is Waddle Chase. I think you flip flop that, and then I don't mm-hmm. think I don't. I would have said it probably goes Chase, uh, Pitts, and then Chase, probably. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't know. It's realistic. So, That's yeah, it's for this exercise. This is how we're getting Pitts. All right, just take yeah. it. So we do have three trade offers. Do we want to hear them? No. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hear them. Turn them down. Turn right. turn off the phones. All right. So the Chargers are often offering their first and second this year for eight, <gasps> 13 and forty-seven for eight. Oh, I love pits, man. Okay, I, I, okay, okay. That is that that is interesting because then you have two seconds and you can get back into the first. Right, oh. I do like that because then that that can almost guarantee you. But the problem is, is you're taking you're probably taking Slater at that point, and the people that I like back into the first are the good the the second tier tackles. Yeah, never mind. Because just going off of the real world now, Fitterer says there's not that big of a difference when you get from 15 to, or from you know, outside the top, you know, 12, 13 versus the back end of the first. So uh, no, I, I don't, I, I don't listen to anything. I, if, if this it, one's, this one's worse, this one's, this one's almost laughable. Um, the Cowboys offered 10 and 44 nope. for eight and 73. No, nope. go fuck yourself, Jerry. That's a Jerry move. All right, this one is a lot of stuff. Um, the Packers offered 29, 62, 92, next year's second, next year's third for eight in our last pick. That's a lot. That is God, a lot. You got to make discount double check happy huh? after you blew it last year. So, I mean, that's pits. It's got to be pits, right? Yeah. For that, that's what they're trading there for. No, they're trading up for another quarterback. <laughs> uh that's a lot, a lot, a lot. That's a second, a third. No, that's a first, second, third this year, and a second and third next year for eight. I mean, fuck. I'm taking pits. That is, this, God dang it. that is a whole hell of a lot. I don't even think anybody offers that. Uh, I'm taking I don't, I don't realistic. I mean, it's 29, yeah. so it's not – It's it's essentially – it's a third to last pick in the first round, but you're still getting a first second, a first two seconds and two thirds for essentially Kyle Pitts and your very last pick in the draft. I just want to watch Kyle Pitts catch touchdowns for the Panthers. Take I, Pitts. Rule, rule is sitting there with a chub right now. <laughs> so, I, mean. I, I want Pitts, but good Lord, that's an offer. No, it is. That's a hell of a package. And I, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's, that's a tough one. I'm going, we're, we're, we're writing Pitts and Pin. Yeah, I am. All right, pits and pin. Let's go. Just run it. All right, I'm gonna pause every so often and 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 tell you guys what happened in the at least the rest of the first. We got Mac after that at nine to Denver, the Sertan to to Dallas. That's exactly what we said. Devontae Smith to Giants. No, Um, Slater still on the board and Darisaw still on the board. Twelve and thirteen. Twelve was Darisaw. Indianapolis trades up for Darisaw. Over Ooh, Slater, that makes sense too. Um, and then JC Horn 14 to Minnesota, just like we mocked it. Let's see what 
Patriots do it 15, um, Aziz, the edge rusher, then uh, Awusu, Parsons, Vera Tucker, Greg Newsom, Najee Harris, Jamin Davis, Quiddy Pay, Samuel Cosme, Joseph Asai, Rashad Bateman, Melifonwu, ETN, Bearmore, Trev- Trayvon Morig, Trev- Tevin Jenkins, Oof. Caleb Farley. Damn it, what Perry- pick was that at? What, Farley? Yeah. 31 to the Raiders. They traded up to get him. I would too. Yeah. I mean, that, um, that deep, yeah, or that late. Yeah. Uh, Terrace Marshall to round out the first round. Then Jason Owe and Baron Browning to start the second. Um, do we want to entertain trying to trade up here? We're at 30, pick 35. What tackles are still on the board? Um, Leatherwood, but I'm not sold that he's a tackle long term. No. Um, and then Raddins and Christensen I, is somewhere I, down there. Eichenberg. Christensen's fallen to the third. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Raddins and Eichenberg are the only plausible second rounders. I think they both make it to us if, unless you think I Leatherwood's say, a tackle. There's three on the board. Is it, wait. Sit steady and we'll sit, sit, sit there and we'll yeah. see which one falls. There's, right. a, there's a lot of good players available right now. Starters. Yeah. yeah. Rich, I think another one that's intriguing. If Rich we had, if, if we had, if for whatever reason, all three tackles get gone or if we had gone tackle, I like Richie there in the, in the second a lot. He could go third. I don't know. I have seen him in third in some mocks. I haven't paid attention in the last week or so to see how much it's changed. All right. We got a trade offer here. Let's see what – no tackles have gone yet. We've okay. got two trade offers. Denver Denver has somebody that they want that they think we're going to take. I'm assuming Leatherwood. He's still on the board. They want to just jump us 39 to 40, and they want to give us next year's third, and we give uh, a fifth this year. No. Jump one pick. And then there's one more. Hold on one second, Wes. You should be able to share your screen now. I messed that up. That was on me. All right, one sec. I just... All right, we're sharing now. Can you guys see it? Yeah. All right, so here is pick offer number one. Panthers at 39. And Panthers give up 39 and 151 for Denver's 40 and next year's third. Personally, I don't love... I don't love... Only getting one pick back no, this year. No, 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 yeah, no I don't that. like that either. All right, yeah. we can count. We can counter anything. So this one is the same. We're moving back twenty picks. We get a second next year, but I don't love. Yeah, we do get our second pick back, but we're giving up. Already is seven. Yeah. Okay. So you're giving up a. I, I don't care I don't, about the. Seven. I don't want to move back that far though. No, I don't either. Um, you. I mean. Technically, I can. I don't think Rad Raddins and Eichenberg have been making no. it about to that range, but I don't. I think. I mean, Le- Leatherwood's still on the board. We value versatility. You uh, may not Miners be. Is there Kadarius Tony? Uh, Richie can... Grant. Um, Richie Grant. I think on this one. And no. Over tackle. No. I, we no. We got to go. We're going know. one of those. You can, you can take Christensen in the third. I mean, I said it. I said last year. I mean, I mean, or last week. How many if, pressures if, he allowed last year? But if you're going mean, to do that, me. if if you're going to take Grant, then just trade back. Yeah. Uh, damn. I mean, Kelvin Joseph's there. If 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 if, if you're gonna if you like Richie enough 
to Jalen and I don't th- I don't think that there's any with us taking pits at eight. If that was really, really, really that was re- the real scenario that the Panthers were facing, if they take pits at eight, I think it kind of makes them the unless they feel like that Cam Irving is going to be a starter. I don't. I think this you, this, this is their picks. If we want to try and counter this. I need 71. Yeah. What, what do we, what do we send? What do we send back though? A fifth else? maybe or sixth, a fifth or sixth. We'll go fifth next year then. Yeah. But that leaves us with what next year that then we don't have a second or fourth or fifth. But we got two thirds. I mean, you throw 71, you can try and throw 113 this year in it, and you just get 71 and 73. You're basically getting 40 and 71 for 39, 113, and 151. I'm just – we're only moving back one pick, so it's fine, but – Try – I mean, if, if – Just for everybody th- out there, like we're, we're still debating on trading back one spot with Denver and the compensation with it. I mean, we Most can still decide if they, say, if they say no to this, then we just take, yeah. take our guy. All right, fine. Yeah, we're in a position of power here. Declined. Okay, let's just take our guy then. Okay, talk it out. It's it's Leatherwood. I, I think it's we've come down to Leatherwood or Grant, right? Yeah. And and why I like Leatherwood so much is his versatility. And if that if if Christensen falls to the third and he's sitting there, yep. Then take him again. Then you then you got guard and tackle for the next five to ten years. And look, look. I like uh, Rad Radens, however the hell you say his name, or whatever. He's great. I'm not taking him here. No, and I'm not taking him here. And I, I love Alex Leatherwood for, like you said, versatility, guard, tackle, whatever. And that's something that you 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 value in the second round. And I'm sorry, but when it comes to offensive line play, you can miss me with the small school guys. I I I want the big you know, maulers from the SEC, right? They, this is, you know, they've proven week in and week out that they're going against uh, NFL defensive linemen on, on a weekly basis. And um, Alex Leatherwood did nothing but, I mean, did nothing but shine. Without at, his at, injury, uh, he's not here yeah. right now. No, absolutely not. So you take this, in my opinion, is he's going to be, whether it's guard, whether it's tackle, he's going to be a starter for 10 years, 10 to 15 years in this league, as long as he stays healthy. So, so, so- yeah, from a from a realistic perspective, reading this list of who's available right now, we uh, we have ties to Grant. We have been at Carolina's pro day. The running backs coach did so. Javante Williams is there. Um, no, that, 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 that's only that's only something if we and, made a and, trade. And, and another yeah, reason yeah. I'm not and another reason I'm not jumping for Richie Grant right now is because we've also shown that Matt Rule loves motoring from TCU. He's gone. And, though. Yeah, he went he already first. gone. Yeah, he went first. Twenty nine. Ah, so that's one of those like if if Morig is falling, and we want to get back in the second, I don't think he makes it to thirty nine. Morig has been moving upwards. This just Matt rules. I mean, what he said of Richie Grant, and obviously that's a position of need. And Jeremy Chen's now listed as a linebacker on the Panthers' uh, website. I mean, not that that really means much, but. Um, we need to address free safety because we've released Trey. But Leatherwood, I feel, you know, 
you're, you're, I, you are right on this. If he doesn't have the injury, then he's not here. I think Leatherwood's the value pick. I think Leatherwood is the versatility pick. I think he fills a hole. He checks all the boxes. If we get Leatherwood in at this point in real life, I'm going to be jumping up and down. So Pitts, yeah. Pitts and Leatherwood is is like a best case scenario for me. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. So let's go Leatherwood then, if we're all in agreement on that. Okay. All right. I'm not gonna recap what what falls off here. We'll just so see what's our late. next pick is seventy something. Damn, Grant went forty two. Yeah, and Eichenberg, who was ranked in the sixties, went forty three, and Raddins and forty. All those tackles end up, even though they're they're ranked way down, people end Are up gone. reaching. They 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 reach. They don't make it to us yeah. in the third. Which that's, is. That's very, very, very realistic. Right. So that's 70 something, right? 71. Because if you have never, you know, for people who, who aren't into the draft and don't really Sorry, want the draft that much, what happens is you get these second day runs on positions, you know, like so. All right. Let's take a look at what's left and then we'll take a look at the trade offers. Damn. Aaron Robinson went and that's who I was looking at. That would have filled our nickel need. All right. Landon Dickerson, center out of Alabama. Pete Werner, linebacker, Ohio State. Jalen Mayfield, tackle out of Michigan. If we hadn't have gone Leatherwood, I do like that pick. I don't think you take him with after taking Leatherwood. He's not. Um, did Christensen go? No. That's an no. interesting one to watch because he's still not on the top. That's one to watch. We're at 73. Let's see what else we have. I'm just going to pick a Christensen a as the 88th best prospect. I'm going to see. We're, we're, we're not again to 113, so I'm not sure that's. I, we can, I don't think he's going to be there when we pick again, so that's just something to keep in the back of the mind. Um, Brevin all right. 91, but we have Pitts, so that doesn't matter. I'm going to be honest. Nothing is really speaking to me here at I mean, 71. The only, thing, the only thing that speaks to me is – Again, I've said it since the first podcast is I want three picks taken on the offensive line. So, you know. I was going to say, if we didn't take Leatherwood that last pick, I'd be all for Dickerson here. Yeah. I mean, why not, you know, double dip? And Jalen Mayfield's solid too. I think with Leatherwood being the pick and the ability to move him inside the guard, I, I think that's where he ends up long-term, so that almost negates Dickerson for me. Has Asante Samuel gone? Yes. Samuel went in the second somewhere, I believe. Yeah, 54. Okay. I like Amari Rogers too. Yeah. I don't think – with taking Pitts, I don't think we spend another capital on – I think it's defensive backfield or offensive line. I, you got to think again. What about uh, Hamsa? I, I don't know much about. The I don't know enough about the prospect. Honestly, can we though. can we trade back uh, to the low eighties right now and try to get Christensen? Uh, there's our two pick offers. Washington, we trade back one and improve our pick there. I don't hate that at all, actually. The Raiders have 79 and 80. Is there anything we can you wanna you wanna trade back and accumulate this pick and then see what happens? Uh, sure. Yeah. You can we I mean we can do that. So we are trading back with Washington right now, the team right behind us for we're swapping 151 and 73 and 151 for 74 and 124. Yeah, and they're okay. 
they've got somebody on the board they want, Amari Rodgers. Okay. Uh, all right. And so now we've got another offer that is very intriguing. 74 and 222 for 82 and Washington's fourth. So we get our fourth. Marty's back. drunk right now. Marty's <laughs> drunk. Marty's drunk. <laughs> He's so somebody out. lock himself out. We get our fourth back next year. We get in the low 80s so that somebody like Christensen makes sense again. Yeah, I like that. All right. And then let's make this our last trade because then we'll be going off yeah. the rails. Yeah, which is not – I mean, it's not very realistic. Right. All right. Nope. 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 And nope. I, I'll never trade with the Saints. I don't care if they give yeah. us everything. I'm telling he can go fuck himself. Kiss my – All right. Yeah. I think we're – so we're in agreement here with what the pick is. We traded back for Christensen. Yeah. Cool with that. Yep. We are taking the uh, tackle from BYU, everybody, that kept Zach Wilson clean. Um, just, again, small school kid, though, so. But, but I mean, you took, you, took, you, took Leather, you took Leatherwood, though. So, like, you're, you're okay taking that risk. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's – this is – in my in – my, this is an ideal spot to take Christensen. So, I did, I did like uh, – on the board at that point, I did like Tyson Campbell. That would have been – uh, I would have been fine with that. Um, so we are into round number four now. And we have taken Kyle Pitts, Alex Leatherwood, and Christensen. So. All right. Um, there's a couple intriguing players on the board now. I think there's two safeties here. Kyle Trask. Um, <laughs> it's my quarterback. <laughs> oh man. So let's see. Just what Cisco, family, man. Cisco is solid. I think Cisco I, I, Cisco is a very good complement to what we have with with Chin as well. He's more of a cover guy. He's more he's smaller. He's not physical. Mm. Um I'm pulling up his his not a stout or secure tackler. Who does that sound like? Trey Boston, <laughs> the guy we got rid of. Yeah, I love Trey, but boy, well, you you're a homer. But I don't know anything about Caden Stones. Ah. I have I, I do know I have seen a little bit about Trey, Cisco because he he continuously falls to us here at the fourth, and he's the safety I've been taking in several mocks. Um, let's see, this one seems like more of a project. Caden Stearns out of Texas. So, anything stand out to you guys? Uh, tight end, obviously not happening. Linebacker, I don't think happens. So, we got Cisco safety. Go down um, just a little bit further. Yeah. Tyree Gillespie out of Missouri. I do like Ambry Thomas, um, somebody that was probably a, a second rounder before opting out. Mm. Another corner. I mean, we don't, we didn't, we didn't take one. No, but here, here in the fourth round, I'm kind of in agreement. I, I honestly, I think Cisco is, is he's going to be good. To, to me, to me, it's Cisco or, or Ambry. Yeah. Um, I think Ambry is a guy that you're not spending a first, second rounder, so you don't want to try to throw him in there. Um, well, and and so he can learn from Bouye. He can be, he can be your guy if you let Dante walk, or you you pay Dante and you've got Dante and Ambry for the next five think, years. 
I think you've 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 switched me over to this kid. So I'll vote for Ambry. It's Cisco or Ambry, I think. What do you think, Matt? Um God, dude. I mean Ambry- position of need is is Cisco, but You take the best player available. Go, Ambry. I think – I mean, Ambry's a day two – a second rounder if if he doesn't opt out from everything I'm reading because of the talent of the the, the ceiling there. I mean, he and he did it at Michigan. It's not like – it's a small school guy. Oh, gosh. Let's see. We're not – 13 picks to gain two mediocre picks. No, thank you. We also said we're not doing any more trades. Yeah. All right, 124 here. So are we into – this is another fourth-round pick, or are we in the fifth now? Fourth. We, we tra- when we traded back, we gained right. an extra fourth, and look who's at the top of the board. Cisco. Hey. Unfortunately, you know, this is not how the draft really works, but this would be – Ideal. Oh, man, this is a – this is a celebration draft. Yep. So let's take it. I do, I do like um, just just for argument's sake here. I do like Trey Sermon. He's still on the board. That would be kind of a a, a cool little compliment for for CMC. Um, but I don't think you take a fourth on a compliment, though. Yeah. I mean, I get you on that. Uh, I, I just it was interesting to see his name there. And uh, but Cisco is the pick. I'm just I'm just for 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 argument's sake. Trey Sermon is still on the board, and that would be I'd be cool with that, Matt. Give me a second. Okay. I, I can be sweet. We'll probably decide between Cisco and Stearns. I would think so as well. And I think Cisco complements what we have already in Chin better. What's the – who's the highest ranked defensive tackle? Ooh, I didn't think about that. Bobby Brown out of a and I just like his name, Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good name. And then – uh, this just seems like an, an, a defensive tackle name. Osa Odegazawa out of UCLA. I kid, I butchered that, I know. He's probably Samoan. Um, that's your other defensive tackle. I don't think you reach anywhere below that. Shai Smith at wide receiver, but we took Pitts. Um, it, well, we, it, well, I guess Deami Brown's not on the board. No, Deami's going late third from what I've seen. For some reason, I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> I'd take him in the fourth. I, sh- I I don't think I'd, I'd I don't think I'd reach on him in the third though. Cisco, yeah, I'm Stearns or Cisco. I mean, oh, God, what's your, what's your argument for Stearns, Matt? I do I'm, like the fact that he's aggressive. Yeah, and I was gonna say. You throw in a tougher schedule, but yeah. But I mean, he was the number one player in Texas out of high school. Yeah, I mean, and Cisco. But I mean, I know high school has nothing to do with NFL draft. I mean, one of the things I've been one of the things I've been really looking for in these later rounds is is value. And and we talked about Leatherwood's injury; he fell. We talked about um, Ambry falling because of opting out, and then Cisco fell because of another because of an injury. So. I like that, but he said Stearns is the better. Stearns is the better tackler. I like that then, Stearns. Okay, we'll go Stearns. I'll, and he's a Longhorn, you know. 
I feel like he's going to be not a not an orange man. Maybe more of a harder hitter. All right, we'll roll with that then. One nineteen Stearns or one twenty four Stearns. He's ranked one nineteen, so we're getting a little bit of value there. All right, uh, let's see when we pick next. Just out of curiosity, just to keep an eye out. One ninety three is all we have left. Okay. So I think it's got to be just take a take best available defensive tackle at that point. Damn, Sean Wade was out there. Ooh. We didn't pay attention, but no, I'm, I'm happy with the pick. The 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 sentiment remains the same. They'll take their favorite safety there, if if the draft lines up that way. If it's not Stearns, it's Cisco or yeah or whoever. I think that's 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 I think that's more important than the actual name. You're not going to get the actual name right nine times out of ten in a sure. mock. But right. if you get the, if I think yeah, that's very very important to to let everybody know too. It's like you know the draft is it happens every year. You're, you're, there's going to be somebody that we have not talked about that they're they're going to take, and we're all going to be like, what the fuck? And it's you know. it's taking best player available. Yeah, while considering positions of need, so right. you're gonna you're gonna block out several positions. Like they're they're not going to be taking a running back in the first round. They're not going to be taking right. Uh, there, there's just certain rounds they're not going to be taking certain types of players. And so you take best player available from a pool of positions of need. They could and legitimately then, spend six picks on the offensive line. So people just need to go ahead and prepare for that. Absolutely. Like we went with defense last year. And I wouldn't be mad about that at all. I mean, that's why like, that's why I'm, 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 I'm saying too, is like, I, I'm not going to count out even if we, so if we were to be graced with, you know, God's gift of Kyle Pitts at, at eight, I don't think that also precludes us from taking a, a wide receiver later, honestly, because, you know, Robbie's contract's up next year. we got to pay DJ, DJ more. So, I mean, you never know. All right. here Here's what we have defensive tackle. If we're thinking that's what they've got to address here. Um, it's worth noting Sheldon Richardson is now a free agent. So yep. defensive tackle may not be a need to be addressed. I've seen our name linked to him by a couple of guys that don't link names just out of who – who who's the best available guard? Guard. Let's see. I did see that um, Ohio State's guard went in between here. I like him. Wyatt. Yeah. Um, can't remember his last name. Davis. Davis. Yep. I like him. In the later rounds, best guard: Larry Borum, Robert Jones, Greg Island, Jack Anderson, Kramer. Let's let's go back to all here and let's just take a look for a second. I don't think we're taking a linebacker. I don't think we we don't we won't take another corner. I definitely don't think we're taking an edge rusher. Call um, me wild. I mean, crazy here, but uh, I want somebody who can be a legitimate kick returner, pump returner. Not saying that we're drafting, but somebody who has the you know has experience with it. Hey, maybe a kicker. <laughs> Not what kickers are available? Yeah, what round are we in here? We're in the uh, late fifth. Fifth, yeah. What do, what can you tell me about that Miami kicker there, Matt? <laughs> you <laughs> take that. You no, you take that pick. That's he. Where's he at? Is he? He's on the board. Best kicker well, in, the, in the draft. He's got a leg. Is he? Good, dude, he? Yeah, he's good from fifty-eight. Um, now, what I will say, I don't. 
I, I don't want to mock us a kicker, Gus. I know that, uh, <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I do, but I do not. Li- I mean, I do not mind that at all. I mean, no, I, the best kicker in this. If sport. we kept a six, if we kept a six or a seventh, sure. Yeah, I'm not taking him in the fifth, and also I would take Boyd Gallus, but not but, here. But what I was going to say is, when I've been mocking receivers to us, they've all been Curtis types, small, speedy. Um, tools that you can do a lot with you can line them up pit punt returner you can line them up kick returner you can line them up in the backfield that's what i've been trying to target in late round receivers i've never been i haven't been taking any before fourth fifth sixth or really fifth, fifth sixth seventh it's just when i've been taking small guys like that and looking for speed show me running backs javon hawkins larry roundtree kenei nganwu ben mason rakeem boyd chris evans Rakeem Boyd, star of uh, Last Chance U, is down there. Puka. I think if, if Chuba had fallen, yeah, I like him. I was looking at. He, he, he went in five. We're in six now. Sorry, Tyler Hill was gone? I believe so. I saw his name a minute ago, but I thought he probably went probably in the last ten picks. Yep. Let's see. Hill went – yep, Kylan Hill went 180. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of any of these guys. Me neither. Let's see. Wide receivers. Let's look at. I don't. I don't know enough about these late receivers. I've got to typically read their charts. Uh, Pow is uh, out of Clemson. Somebody I would take a look at. Uh, we want speedy slot guys that can punt return, kick return. Powell's just lacks that second gear, so that's yeah. not really. That's this is y'all because I would. I'm fine taking another guard here. Some. Surratt's gone, right? Surratt just went 181. Damn. That that's not that type of guy, but I would have like I would have yeah. taken a chance on Sage uh, watching him at Wake. I'm fine with the guard here. Y'all know me. I don't. I don't think. I, I think we took our guard in the first in the second round. We have Leatherwood. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah but there's no. I mean, there's nobody at guard that sticks out to me. It's like that. If, if somebody, let's just scroll up. If this is the range where they take a small school guy. I just – I don't think you can pick, take too many picks on the offensive line with the way we're shaped up right now. Well, so let's look at center. I agree. Eh, that's not that's – But we took, we took Dickinson. No. no. Did we? No, we didn't no. take Dickinson. We took Christensen. We took Leatherwood and Christensen. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I think if we were going to go another guard position, we do it when we took safety. Yeah. And we might look safety now as just defensive tackle is still something we haven't addressed. Yeah, I guess defensive tackle that's another need. So take the best one on on the board. He's athletic. Athleticism. He's a day three pick, uses rotational lineman. I think I've mocked him several times here in this in the fifth to us when I've done this. Um you don't need it, it with, with Brown there. You don't need a huge guy. I think the athleticism fits the side of Brown. So thoughts, just take it. And we've got a. I like to name Lorenzo Neal just because Lorenzo <laughs> Neal was a badass fullback. fullback. <laughs> Any thoughts, Matt? Do we want to double check the um, fast receivers real quick? Yeah, I mean, you can look real quick, but I'm fine with taking the, the top defensive tackle on the board at the moment. Yeah. I don't see anybody that, that sticks out to me. 
Might as, might as well go to the end of the list, I guess. Or is it like the 400s? 400. <laughs> I say right. take, take that defensive, defensive tackle. tackle. We're right. taking yeah. – we are taking – Quan Graham. Quan Graham, the defensive tackle from Texas. And that ends the draft. Let's let's let this run through, and we can get a comprehensive list of what we've what we've compiled. Yeah, I'm happy, dude. Honestly, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you first first four picks of this first three picks of this draft, and then I'm gonna be <laughs> if it's even, if that would make my day, make my year, really. I think. I mean, if Sewell's if Sewell's if it's Sewell over Pitts, I'm not upset because you're but. To go to get pits and then still get two stabs at offensive line in the second and third, I love it. And it shows you just how deep this offensive line class is. So now after Christensen, I don't love it. So you've got to no. get you've got to get two guys before it gets to Christensen, in my opinion. Yes. Like or did, like in in any of those names between Sewell, Slater, Daresau, all the way to Christensen are, are gonna be legitimate you know, plug and play guys in year one. So may not all be left tackles, which we need desperately. They're at least going to play somewhere on the offensive line and, and make an impact in year one. And and the, what that does is it gives you bodies to throw at left tackle. If, if, yeah. if, if you, if you solidify a left guard, you've got four, four shots at somebody winning left tackle for this year and you address it next year. Yeah. So let's do a rundown real quick. We've got Kyle Pitts with pick eight, Alex Leatherwood pick 39. We stayed put there. In the, set, in the third round, we traded back to get some assets, and we thought it was going to be a reach for Christensen. We thought he'd be there later. That's who we wanted. We ended up getting him. Fourth round, we took Ambry Thomas. Um, debated some safeties there. I think if – we, we went best player available uh, because, with some because, value. Because, because he opted out, his value dropped. Yep. It said projected top 45 pick going into the, the way too early mocks. Um, that fell to 113 because he didn't play it down in football last year. As long as he stayed in football shape, I think that's a steal. Caden Stearns, safety out of Texas in one, at 124. That was an asset we gained by trading back for Christensen. So it allowed for us – and basically what we did there was we got Christensen and Stearns when we probably would have taken um, Eichenberg or yep. someone of that level. Right. No, Eichenberg went in there. We would have taken someone else at tackle, I believe. I can't remember who else was there. Or reach for Christensen. So we got Christensen and Stearns. Stearns was essentially free there. Um, then we got Taquan Graham out of Texas with pick 193. I think coming out of this draft, I think we're only going to end up drafting six players. I don't think we use – six or seven. I don't think we use all eight picks we have. I don't – I don't know if you guys agree with me there. I, I I do agree with you. I think I don't think we're going to use them all, but I also think that they're going to get picks for next year. Yeah, they're going to be active. Yeah. We, we, we did gain the, the Washington 2022 fourth here. Yeah. So we get one of our picks back. Um, so that just leaves us one pick short next year. I would bank on somehow, some way, getting at least a third or a second somehow next year. I don't know how, but uh, I think they, they're going to try to get their, their recruit that second round pick that we gave up for Darnold. So. Yep, I don't, I don't disagree. So, um, and and if the right guy's not there at thirty nine, I think that's how they do it. Yeah. Uh, it, so that that's something to watch. Or if the right guy's not there at eight, if if Sewell and Pitts are both gone, then you definitely do it then. So, mm-hmm. that's something to watch. I think eight and thirty nine are definitely on the block. I think we 
I, I like our mock here. I like what we ended up with. Oh, I would love that. Is this the best offensive line we've ever had if this shakes out this way? Probably because, I mean, you've got the versatility of Irvin now. You're probably looking at Paradis, Leatherwood. Daly or Miller? Yeah, probably. I would say Daly. Daly. Um, and then, you, wait, hold on. Well, beside beside Moten? Yes. M- Miller. Okay. Oh, Miller. Yeah, he played right guard. Uh, Daly played left guard. Yeah. Okay. Be- All right. So, center, Paradis is center. Left guard is Leatherwood. Right guard is Miller. Mm-hmm. Right tackle is Moten. Left tackle is Christensen or Irvin. Yeah. Probably Christensen. Okay. Um, and then Irvin can literally plug and play at three of your spots, probably yeah, as needed. So, so if anybody gets injured, you've got somebody who can plug and play. Um, mm-hmm. Elf line is um, again, good depth. Both guards can plug and play at both guards and, and center. Then, yeah. And then or, or, um, little, you did mention him has the versatility to play who? Yeah. <laughs> I, in my opinion, Easy I think, money. <laughs> little uh, as failed of an experiment as we think that is also has the versatility to play across the whole line um, except for center in my opinion yeah. so I think I think you're looking at the the deepest for sure um, <sighs> that we've been in a long time and probably the best if Christensen pays out pans, pans out I think Leatherwood's fine gonna be fine just fine I think he's I think his ceiling while he's not a left tackle is higher put into guard. He's an he's an all pro, all pro potential left uh, left guard. I think I think with Leatherwood, if you get him in the second round like this, you start him out at left tackle. Just start him there. And what about what about, what about Christensen though? Oh well, yes, yeah. Dave, I, I'm, I'm using if, if I'm thinking of Leatherwood in a vacuum. Okay. Okay. So Leatherwood in a vacuum, not having drafted Christensen. If we just had Alex Leatherwood, you start him out at tackle. You see how it works out. But you're correct. All pro level upside at guard if you do if you go leatherwood and you're fine with your two years of Irvin, do you try and do you just not draft christensen there in the third sometime and and slot Irvin into guard and that's your your line is leatherwood Irvin, paradis miller moton i'm fine taking i'm i'm fine taking another tack i mean i like i said i'll take as many offensive linemen as, as y'all will let me take and i i see a scenario where there's 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 three for sure. If a if a, a guard or a center falls to us, the right the right one. Um, but this is two stabs at tackle with one of them being versatile enough to go into guard. I I'm also don't hate just being two with it being these two. And you have but, to keep throwing darts at this, these positions. Yeah, I mean, one of them is going to pan out. I you know call it a wasted pick, but I don't care. It's it, better it, than it's better than a third or a fourth on. Dude, I'm just tired of rolling out dog shit on that offensive line. Me too. It's better than using a third round pick on Will Greer. So, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like it's it's so frustrating to 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 just see no matter who's back there just running for their freaking lives all the time and not being able to 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 run the offense that you want to run because you can't protect anybody. It's just the offensive line is such an important position that's got to be addressed. So. I'd love to, but I'd also be very mad to see what offensive linemen were left on the board when we took Will Greer. Well, the safety that the Saints took was what the next uh, the very next pick. Yeah, uh, was CJ uh, Gardner Johnson. Gardner Johnson, yeah, and he's a stud. Yeah, uh, that that was that was a scratch your head pick the whole time. Um, oh man, it still fun. is this day. They they don't they've never given him a shot. I don't know. 
that they ever were going to give him a shot? Did they just want to draft their Charlotte's guy? I, I don't know. I, that, that's fine in the seventh round if you want to draft a feel good story. But Marty had him ranked higher than Kyler. Marty is an idiot. Right. <laughs> All right. How much of how much of Marty's failure? Do we? Marty's fine in the first round. Outside of that, they should have locked him in a fucking room and turned his phone off. Just put him away. So how, how much do we? How, how much do we blame Marty and how much do we blame Tepper for letting Marty still be there a year and ruining us? Oh, Tepper definitely gets some of the blame for for keeping him there another year. Tepper, just, I mean, but again, right. I think Tepper was. I never understood. You are a billionaire. You you are smart, smarter than I'll ever be. Uh, with business, I I never understood what the the point of keeping Marty on was. Like you said, you didn't want mediocrity. Marty is the definition of mediocrity, and it comes to GM. Jerry Richardson's Bojangles sweet tea drinking ass should have never brought him back after the Gettleman firing. Those years were that that cost. Fuck it, dude. That cost us a lot of time. Yeah. And a lot of mistakes, and you let Marty control giving door. out contracts and the Shaq deal. He gave he paid Shaq over paying Bradbury. Was, you pay a coverage linebacker over paying a guy who just went to the Pro Bowl. I, I uh, Marty. So yeah. hey, yeah, good luck, Washington. Yeah, I love Ron to death. Ron's <laughs> loyalty is what got him fired here. Ron, Ron is a good coach ron is a he's a player's coach too yeah which is and, a good thing the players love him ron yeah. would run teams with run needs a a really good offensive mind and i don't think he has that no, no. he doesn't and he's staying in the turner family now, but now. but the, the the thing is with though and the the thing is their defense is going to be so nasty with that defensive line. I mean, sweat. This is Kerrigan's last year. Most it doesn't likely. matter. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. The offense is going to be so bad, though. They're not going to, they're not going to know what to do with it. I mean, yeah, they, they, they've it's got this magic. They're, they're going to be bad on offense. They trade it for a quarterback. They will not nine and eight, nine and eight. It took us. We're, we're at 17 games now. That's a nine and eight. Yes. Did it take them last year before they decided to give the ball to Antonio Gibson more than five times a game? You're starting J.D. McKissick when you have Gibson. And they're going to do the same. They're going to ruin Curtis. They're, I mean, God, they, they I cannot believe Curtis went there. I cannot they, believe that you – you They don't you, know how to use you. They, they didn't know how to use you when you were here, and you, you go there. Why? The one year that you, you've, you actually kind of break out was with a different coaching staff, and you go right back to the coaching staff that you sucked at. I'll never understand some of these players sometimes, man. I think I a lot of it had will. to do with um... McLaren. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Terry. Cool. Yeah, I mean, we talked about we talked about it too. I mean, the NBA does it. Why not the NFL? Start go play with your friends. But when your friend's coach doesn't know how to use you and won't give you the ball, then don't go play for that team. No. And if you're gonna want another, I'm sure you contract, got other friends. I'm sure you got other friends. Right. And if you're gonna want, I can make a, I can make other friends with the money I'm gonna make somewhere else. You got, you got. Thirty million dollars now. You can fly and see your friend. Right. Just I don't get it, but whatever. So it goes back to Dan Snyder. <laughs> the the re, the sorry the football team get a football team. It's like that the Jets. Gonna... The Jets are gonna Jets. It's 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 just a. They're gonna be stuck in this loop for however long. 
Hell, Cowboys fans have been in it for the last 20 years. They, <laughs> they, they, they think they're good, but they're not. It's, I've it's never that, seen a fan base talk more shit than the Dallas Cowboys. When they haven't won anything. We're America's years. team, though. It's that we're, constant we're mediocrity of just, and and what's funny is they just the, the contract they just gave Dak is just so bad. Who wants to play for the Cowboys anymore? Nobody. Jerry Jones treats that thing like he's running. I hate to say this, but it's the, it's the truth. Gary Jerry Jones treats that thing like he's running up. Uh, yeah, I know. I know exactly what I'm, you're going to say, and I agree. I'm you don't have say to say. It. You don't have to say it. I think everybody knows what you're about to say. Yeah, and the whole he came down the sidelines, he knelt with the players at one game, and then, well, they're not going to do that anymore. It, it's not America's team. But the, the also, day Jerry Jones gets out of out of the NFL, it'll be a much better. Maybe not from a financial standpoint because he's done a lot in that regard, but just overall. He, I mean, he's a big driving force behind the new TV deal, but the new TV deal is already going to be signed. So, who cares? He's a businessman. I mean, he's a he's a great businessman, um, and he's done a lot in terms of the NFL, like and branding and all that good stuff. But he he needs to step back, man, <laughs> and and just enjoy enjoy being a billionaire. <laughs> like, yeah, pay pay somebody to be your GM. It's not. Yeah. It's not your fantasy football team that you're out here building. It's it's a real football team. Yeah. Well, apparently Stephen Jones is taking over more and more. So I don't believe it. But and even then, is yeah, I know. Is that any better? No. That's. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. That's why I just shrugged. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> the the listeners. You can't see me shrugging. Um, <laughs> but I just kind of shrugged at at, at Stephen Jones because it's it's no better. No, absolutely not. Just the entire NFC East is a dumpster fire. It's a joke. Washington's probably the most likable team in that division. Only because of Ron. Only because of Ron. Phillies fans are complete assholes. I love Jalen, though. I love love Jalen. The Giants Giants have Gettleman. Is the the NFC East just where former Panthers GMs go to die? Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's just the two, but still. It's, you, you've got you've got Gettleman, Herney, and then Jerry's his own GM, and then the Philly, the Phillies, the the Eagles, they throw batteries on the field. The, the, their fans, so it might be the worst fan base. I love Jalen though. Shouts out to Jalen. I hope he gets out of there. <laughs> How long of a, of a leash are they going to give him? Is it you think uh, it's just this one, year? one one year? One year, one year to prove it. And they're not, and unless they draft a receiver, they're going to give him shit weapons. Yeah, to do it to do it with and they're trying to take uh, he's, he's got two good tight ends they're trying to kick one of them out of town urch won't be back miles sanders can't stay healthy and even then they still want to split time with bart scott I, I, their sanders, line's old their line's old Dude. Right, that, that's a dumpster fire of a division the nine and eight which, which is what i said the best thing the the, the, the football team can do this year might not might it would win that division i think like i hate i hate our division more than anything but that nfc east those teams in that that's that's a close second absolutely ours is a good at least a a division full of good teams that's just a division full of mediocrity and assholes Corey, what are your thoughts on the new orleans saints i would pull for a team comprised of current and former members of the taliban and al-qaeda before i pulled for (laughs) the new orleans saints (laughs) 
I, uh, I've never hated an organization of people more than I hate the New Orleans Saints. It's I, personal. I hate that Superdome. I wish that Superdome would just rot. And what about Katrina, in. though, man? What about Katrina? That happened. I'm tired of hearing about Hurricane <laughs> Katrina. It was over like it was over ten years ago now, like yeah, way we're over. Still 10. recovering from Hurricane Andrews, guys. Oh my god! Like, please stop. Hurricane with Andrew, it. like every time we play Michael, the Saints, why? Why in 2020 or in 2021 now? Why every time the Saints play, do we have to hear about Katrina? Why? Because Michael really? Thomas is the best receiver in National Football League. Oh That's my why. God, I can't stand. It. I hate <laughs> that. I can't not stand that team. Hey, do you guys know that Steve? I hate Sean Payton. If I saw, if I, I'm not even. Gonna, I'll tell you this, and I'll put this on record. I don't care if I see Sean Payton outside of anywhere. I will punch him in the face. He's a fucking scumbag. I the whole and how the drug thing just got swept under the rug. The guys breaking oh, into the. Did you know and that Taysom co- Hill it went to BYU and he went on a mission one time? Did you know. I hear he's 31 and he's probably never heard of the guy. He has, he has, he's Sean Payton's secret weapon. Do you guys also know, like, how does this thing with the the Saints front office and lawyers covering for Catholic priests in or in and around New Orleans that are sexually assaulting children, but you don't ever hear about that? Like, why does that get swept under the rug? I hate the Saints. I'm not going to touch that one. You haven't even talked about (laughs) it. I hate the Saints, dude. Hate Greg Greg Williams is still is he still coaching? Is he still have a job? I think he he was with the Browns at one yeah. point, and he thought, um, and he got the interim position. I thought, and then he got let go. And I thought somebody else. Picked I him think up. somebody picked him up as, as an assistant coach. Yeah, the Jets. He was with the Jets last year. It, did Sala keep him on? I don't think so. No. That's a pure piece of shit. And we're not even talking about pumping crowd noise in like them in Atlanta choose to do. That's that's what I guess that's what you get with with a dome advantage. You can. We're gonna have a dome before too long, guys. Oh yeah, we will. When they build the new stadium, it will be a dome. It will be artificial so that we can he can just play tons of soccer and tons of football in it. And we're gonna have Final Fours and Super Bowl, and it's gonna be awesome. And a division without Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, or Brady. (laughs) I just hope. That these cat this cat manipulation just they keep kicking it down the line. I just hope it comes and just screws New Orleans so hard. They're in the, going in back the, to the years. days of Aaron Brooks, and I cannot fucking wait. I hope I don't wish injury on any player. Uh, I'm pulling for Jameis. I hope Jameis gets the fuck out of there after this year, and that they're stuck with Taysom Hill. They but they but they're gonna they're gonna re they'll restructure that deal. Taysom's done on that deal after this. Anytime any white announcer sees Taysom Hill do anything, they <laughs> jizz their pants. Um, but the, my only concern is Tom might do this for 10 years and people are just going to come peep. Um, 10 is an exaggeration, but Tom legitimately could do this for another four years and people are just going to come keep playing for them for no money to get a ring, to try and get a ring with Tom. That's my only concern. They still haven't signed Antonio Brown. So that's at least good. I mean, are they going to sign Edelman now? I think he just straight up hung him up. But the failed physical, that's pretty tough. I know they'll 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 kick the tires on it at least. They'll 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 find somebody, they'll find people to come for no money. I mean, Antonio, if Tom wants Antonio Brat back, Antonio will be back. They don't necessarily need him. They've got plenty of weapons, but whatever. 
All right. Well, I think that'll probably do us for the for the week. Yeah. Well, that was fun. I expect the draft to go nothing, just like how we did it. Oh, uh, if we end up with Pitts, Leatherwood, and Christensen, that that live stream that we're gonna do for the draft is uh, we're gonna be hammered out of <laughs> out of happiness. Now, if it goes way worse, we'll be hammered the other direction. Um, yeah, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be fun. It it'll be. We just, that's what we, it'll be one of those, that's what we did. I got to drink more now, <laughs> but then I, th- I think, I think we're going to catch 22 here. Cause then when it's pits, it's like, hell yeah, let's take a shot. <laughs> and then it's going to go the opposite way very quick, potentially. Yeah, I hope so, not. Uh, but I'm excited. Um, the Darnold move really took a lot of the draft anxiety out of me. I don't know why. Yeah, because you have the, the the most important position already taken care of going into the draft. So in my mind, it's like, okay, well, I know we're not going to take Mac Jones now. And that was my biggest fear. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I just never saw it happening. I just saw it. I saw. I never saw Mac being the guy we took. I think we saw what we needed to see. We didn't go to pro days. I, I just we, – we didn't send the important guys to his pro days at least. I, I think – for me, it was just worrying about the right one. It was worrying about Fields or Lance making it to us. I really saw a lot of teams trying to hop us um, and us just getting screwed because they didn't think we'd trade up. So now we're in a very good position to sit there and wait for one of our guys to get there. If they're not there, we're in an even better position because somebody, somebody's going to want Lance if he falls. Somebody's like, we can, we can build out, we can gain assets after having to give up a couple for Darnold, we can gain assets and be sitting pretty. And uh, we didn't do it in this draft, but in the first one, we traded back for Darisol and ended up with a lot of extra stuff. So something like that kind of could very realistically happen, and I'm okay with it. There's still a world where we take Justin Fields. Yep, there is. I, I, I'm still in camp, the camp that Mac is smoke. I'm, I also think that if Fields is sitting there at four, Denver is calling, calling, and calling over and over again. I think if, if, if Fields makes it to seven, if Denver wasn't calling, then Denver's hopping us, uh, New England's hopping us or somebody's calling and offering us the house if he makes it to eight. And I don't think, uh, I don't think we're, especially if, if Denver's still at nine, we're a candidate to get a lot of picks for Fields, essentially, if he falls to us. I don't think he does, but I think, they look at the picks we lost for Darnold and they say we can get more than that back and take a guy in the teens for fields. It's still my nightmare scenario that we don't take him and then we roll with Darnold and we made the wrong decision. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was all option. Number two was always fields behind um, obviously Watson. That's not going to happen anytime soon for anybody. Uh, So it will sting a little bit. But if we end up with solidifying that offensive line or a weapon for Darnold and then solidifying the offensive line later, Darnold's a guy, I, he's got the upside that he can still get it done. I, and, I mean, it's been said plenty of times, I think, in this, if Darnold was a guy coming out in this draft with his college numbers, he'd probably be going before Fields anyway. Yeah. I just think there's just not a lot of good film on Darnold. And it's not, it's not because of his play. I just think you just haven't seen what he's capable of doing because of what's around him and also the offensive line. Wrong scheme, 
wrong coaching staff, no weapons, no offensive line. Now imagine if you had two seconds to throw pretty regularly and how you think you can put together good, 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 good film. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. This was our way, our way off stab at it. Um, if we get any of this right, we're going to talk about it. If we get any wrong, we'll just, we'll act like it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't get a little crazy with the, the, I mean, the trades that we just did, but that's the, that's the beauty of doing mock drafts. Kind of do what you want. Exactly. All right. Well, we'll get out of here. I'm sure we'll be back next week. What are we now down to two weeks before the draft? Yeah. So next week we can talk, talk a little bit more. I, we can do some more mocking if we want to next week and just, just kind of breathe because the draft will finally be here. We can talk about, give, give some details about what we're going to do for the draft. Cause I think we're going to try and do a little special show or something um, live. So you get our live reaction. So we'll, we'll make sure you guys are uh, have those details so you can tune in. Yeah. And also provide a little bit of interaction with you guys. That'll be yep. fun. So if you have any preference on, if we, how how we go live just let us know we can we can figure it out so talking twitch youtube those kind of things yeah i don't really know what's best Corey mentioned twitch but let's see all right let's get out of here i know you got 18 to go play yes sir gonna go <laughs> play real bad <laughs> <laughs> what was the last time you played um i played I played twice this year. I played about a month ago and uh, I only played nine. I think I shot a 46 on nine, which is not good for me. A little rusty. Yeah. I'm, I'm mid eighties probably if, if I'm playing okay, if I'm playing good, I'm low eighties, upper seventies. 85. No, I'll take it back. 86 to 88 is probably usually where I hang out at. I've yet to get into the seventies, but also I haven't played in was April. So five months now we got we got to do it we got to do a pod golf outing yeah i know i can get a guy out there to film it for us so <laughs> we can get some videos to upload some content. to instagram yeah yeah all right, all right guys well thanks for tuning in um we'll be back here next saturday and we'll talk about our plans for the for the draft viewing but as always um rate subscribe share follow us on twitter instagram 704 forecast and, and tell your friends about us too. It's just, it, the word of mouth is, is the most important way of, of growing the podcast. And, and we want to keep, we want to keep growing. We want to uh, expand and, and get this out there to all the Panthers fans. Yeah. We're growing each week, but every little thing you guys can do helps us out a lot. And we definitely appreciate it. Um, your help is tremendous in helping us grow. So we'll be back next week guys. Um, and hopefully uh, everybody has a good week. See you later. <laughs>